A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. Two unlikely friends take on the world. To the young people who got into politics for the first time and may be disappointed by the results, I just want you to know you have to stay encouraged. Don't get cynical. Don't ever think you can't make a difference. As Secretary Clinton said this morning, fighting for what is right is worth it. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. Right, Dan and I obviously recorded this episode before the result of the US election. And right now we've got no idea of the result or how it will go. But I saw a really interesting poll by the New York Times, Dan, and people called Karen are 60% more likely to vote for who? The answer, I guess, is Trump, but then is it... Incorrect. It's Biden. Can you believe that? According to a poll, 60% of Karens were more likely to vote for Biden. So we've been giving Karen a hard time out there. To be fair, I don't really, I don't, that kind of person who is, is characterized as a Karen, that isn't at all the first name that would come into my head to describe what that kind of person. What would be the first name to come into your head? Sharon, or like... <laughs> Great. So as well as offending Karens, we're now offending Sharons. A Sharon is already, what it is in the Midlands is already a derogatory term. Is it? I don't, it, I didn't know that. Where you're from, Sharon means something derogatory. It's like a female uh, chav, yeah. Who knew? Anyway, the bad news is that people called James are 56% more likely to vote for Trump. 56% of James's voted tr- would vote Trump. 44% of James's would vote Biden. I'm in yeah. the 44%. That doesn't make them 56% more likely to vote Trump. Okay, just, I don't understand. But anyway, do you want to know where Dan is? I would guess, actually, it's probably not on the list because every time I go to America, which pre-COVID was quite a lot because my girlfriend lives there, People used to act like my name was really bizarre. So I don't think there's that many Dans in America. Correct. There are no Dans on this poll. <laughs> it's so weird. People are like, I'm like, oh, hi, I'm Dan. And they're like, huh? Well, like, they think that's, that's like really... an exotic name. There's loads of famous American Dans. So I don't know. Maybe it's the way I say it that throws them. Americans and Canadians are obsessed with, they won't do the miles for you. So if you say, where's the toilet? That's not a phrase they're familiar with. You know, they're familiar with where's the bathroom or the restroom. They know what a toilet is, but they won't jump that for you. They'll just pretend to not know what you mean until you say it in the way that they understand. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. It's like me saying, can I get a vodka and Coke, please? And they'll be like, what? Whereas if I say vodka, Coke, they're like, yeah. Yeah, you know what that is. This is the problem I've had so many times ordering. I'll say, hi, can I please get a vodka and Coke? And they'll go, what? So I have to rephrase it. I'm going to get a vodka Coke. And then they immediately know what I'm talking about. Which is For some reason, everyone in America just says, I'm going to get rather than can I please have. Yeah, which is, is I've always found that weird about Americans. And they'll say, oh, I'll take, I'll take this. And I'll, will you take that? Like, I mean, I, yeah, I, it's will, great. I will just, tell let's, you. Just, let's just get straight to the point. Shout out to America. And on a serious note, this year is really horrendous. And we're all in it together. And I hate when people say that, because what does that mean? But even if you're listening in the back of beyond right now in a state, where you feel like you don't belong or you're not safe. There are other people in your state that are just like you. And although 
the result of this election could be really triggering for so many different reasons. Keep the faith. So the clip that we played right at the beginning is from Obama, demonstrably, uh, post-Trump 2016 win. It's an amazing speech. I actually couldn't watch it for about a year because it's just, it's just too much. But one of the other things that he said on that day was this. And remember, no matter what happens, the sun will rise in the morning. It will. And so will the rainbow, despite the storm. A gay and a non-gay. Breaking news. I'm so happy. My one-man quest to end homophobia within Fairy Tale of New York has finally come to fruition. Uh, if you've not heard us talk about this before, if you've not heard me talk about this before, Fairy Tale of New York obviously includes a rather triggering slur towards gay people, F-A-G-G-O-T. And at Christmas, without fail, radio stations, TV stations, parties play this song and everyone screams along and everyone enjoys this F word because suddenly they've got... Fr- Dan, are you there? Uh not exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> because suddenly they've got this free reign to just be homophobic. Well, anyway, uh, last week, the Pogues, Shane McGowan, released a new version of the song, Under the Radar. It's called Fairy Tale of New York, brackets, edit, close brackets. It's on all streaming platforms. It was serviced to radio stations. And basically, this new version features Kirsty McCall singing, you're cheap and you're haggard, instead of you cheap, lousy, and that means no one has an excuse to play the other version anymore. And I'm really happy about it. Congratulations. And that I means mean, we won't be having a fairy tale of New York themed episode. I don't know why you're saying congratulations to me, but thank you. Well, because you were saying it was your campaign. Okay. Yeah, true. <laughs> okay. I did say that. So. I'm not entirely sure it's all thanks to me. I think I've, I'm a small elf in Santa's workshop uh, here, but I am pretty happy that this has finally happened. <laughs> Also, I just want to say, I think it is really important because whether you agree or disagree, and we don't need to have this debate again, but it does mean that that word is being given less oxygen. And I think anyone removing some oxygen from hate in 2020 is, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm just a bit emotional about it, to be honest, but I just think it's good. It means that kids don't have to be in the back of the car listening to their parents sing along to a song that is derogatory towards LGBTQ plus people anymore. That yeah. won't happen, hopefully. I don't really have anything to add because I agree with everything you, that you say. If if you hear someone playing the other version, get in touch. <laughs> what I don't really understand is, so when, when the Supreme Court rules a couple of months ago that you couldn't be fired in America for being gay, I was saying that was really big news and you said that I was being naive. But yet, a radio edit of a song is is a massive deal. Which, I didn't call you naive. I've never called you naive in my life. Honestly, That's 100%. not a word I would use, Dan. Maybe you felt I called you naive. So what did you... You took naive I, I, I'm happy to admit that I'm, so I'm more than happy to be naive. You know lots of things. So don't keep playing this I'm a victim game. Right, we fast-forwarded literally three hours. I've trawled through the archives. I found the unedited audio of that episode. And you're right, you didn't say that exact word, naive. But this is what you said. What's interesting, though, is what you just said, like how you felt like this shouldn't go out because... There might be people listening that can come out at work. And that's so beautiful. But I know that your heart's in the right place, but it doesn't really like, and I'm not American. So I don't feel this as much as other Americans do. I just feel it as an, as a gay person. You've massively simplified it, I think. 
So whether you said that specific word or not, I, I thought that was a really big deal, but you didn't. I never said it wasn't a big deal. Well, that was the I think trajectory the time, of the conversation. No, I think at the time I was feeling, I mean, it's, this is just so annoying because it's like in the past and who knows. But if I can look at it as future James, I think what past James was doing was saying, actually, this is a bit weird. I hadn't realized that wasn't the case, one. Two, it should have been the case forever because LGBT people have human rights. So the fact that they could be fired for being gay is absolutely preposterous. And three, I guess I maybe wasn't feeling that great about the world. But today I'm taking a huge win on behalf of (laughs) everywhere who no longer have to endure people, straight people shouting that lyric at them. And listen, the Supreme Court banning discrimination against LGBTQ plus people is huge and an insanely important win way bigger than a song lyric but sometimes it's the small things and that lyric despite being on the surface harmless is incredibly harmful because it enters people's homes at christmas time at a moment when gay people lgbt people can already feel massively isolated and then their straight family around them are singing the word faggot at them so it's very different. You can't really conflate the two. I get what you're doing. It's ultimately, it's a big win that that song has now got a fi- an official edit. I think you've probably hit the nail on the head in that it's it's a small thing to change. It would take 30 seconds to edit that song. There would be no need for any of this. There would be no need for us to talk about it every year. We could have sorted it out in the 90s. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. You've started doing this thing a lot where you make references to your past self. Have I? Every week is a past James. Right. <laughs> it's, it's Sometimes it's good to distance yourself from past you right uh just so you can move forwards and okay to bed (laughs) i guess it's like jay-z song paris right like you can sing along to that you can use that word but if if it's me sat in a karaoke booth listening to that i'm gonna have to censor myself and i think that's how this word should be dealt with I love how you wheel out that particular song like all the time i mean i can quote another one if you want well, like, it's the only hip-hop song with the N-word. Oh, shut up. Like, I know loads of hip-hop songs. But you know that song, Paris? It's got an N-word in it. <laughs> really? Shade. Thanks so much for listening to Again and On Gay. And a huge thank you to our brand new patrons, Lindsay, Joe, and Tracy, who are all donating money and helping our podcast continue to grow. Thank you. Yes, you can support us at gaynongay.com forward slash donate. And it really helps us power Again and On Gay. We'll see you next week. And remember, whatever happens in the election, nothing will ever stop. The power of heavy metal. And next Wednesday, it is International Day of Heavy Metal on this podcast. We will be joined by Rob Halford from Judas Priest. Find us on your socials at Gay Non Gay. Listen at GayNonGay.com or just search Non Gay at your fave pod app.